Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm becoming intimately familiar with what gaslighting actually means because it's usually men doing it to women, but Julia nailed it here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was told that it wasn't gaslighting, actually. I really don't understand the word. Someone told you this wasn't gaslighting? Yeah, like gaslighting is when, like, I, I, I thought that gaslighting was when people get all whispery and snippy at each other. Uh, no, no. No, no, no. It's when it's... She hits him in the head with a gaslight? It's making someone question their own reality. He was like, he got dumped, he got up, he walked away. She's like, what are you doing to me? (laughs) And he's like, what? I'm sorry. Hi, hello, and welcome to another brand spanking new episode of Another Bachelor Podcast. My name is Dylan. I'm settled up next to my buddy, Real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? Who just held my hand despite numerous warnings, numerous directives on how to behave during the corona crisis. Pat, the producer of the podcast, is over there behind the glass. Great to be here. Oh, guys. Week four. The Bachelor presents, Colin, listen to your heart. Um, I'm champing at the bit to get to my general thoughts, but I know that we probably have some public service announcements before we get going. Oh, I'm glad you asked. I thought I was going to do my thoughts and not. I didn't really ask. I just kind of assumed. Oh, okay. Well, it's been, it's a conversation that we probably needed to have, but I figured I'd air out our dirty laundry in front of our fans. Okay. Uh, I do make it quick though, just because people hate this part. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, um, but it's important. Um, as some of the fans of this show Is know... Is that cricket back? It's a fucking cricket in here again. God damn it. God damn it. Is it outside? Harkens back to old... Uh Patrick is now randomly spraying bug spray in this place. It's a concealed room. We're, we're, we're touching each other. We're breathing in bug spray. This is an unsafe environment. Two hours later... Now that you've vanquished the cricket, do you want to give us uh, any PSAs? Yes, I would, Dylan. Thank you for asking. Okay, I'll keep this brief because I know the audience, well, I guess I don't know if they're fans of me talking this much. Anyway, all right, uh, if you're a fan of the show, you know that I've been in an ongoing uh, contractual... uh, war with Nick and Dylan. Wow. My agent, Brian, uh, has been trying to negotiate a deal for me for the last year. Told you not to bring his name up. Well, 
Uh, let's bring up your attorney's name. How many times have I told you not to bring his name up? Well, just so the audience understands what I'm Brian. up against, uh, Dylan Nick's attorney, his last name uh, ends with Stein, starts with gold. Oh, okay? don't be anti-Semitic. What, what's the call to action here, Pat? Oh, the call to action is, so we've had hit an impasse at this uh, juncture. And <laughs> as you all know, I would like to continue my journey as being a top-notch comedian as opposed to an Uber driver. As you know, both are passions, and while both are beloved to me i would prefer the other and that is doing this show so in order for me to continue doing this show i'm going to need to get paid you hear me so uh those of you uh within an earshot of my uh a uh, 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 call to action i'm saying i need to go over to patreon uh click on another bachelor podcast or whatever it is over there and uh and sign up for five bucks or i'm not doing this show anymore so just a cold plug send people to patreon and and it could be any number of people just if you're not feeling it that day that you're just done well i think a hundred people in the next week would actually you know uh, give, <laughs> give me a little bit more incentive to show up here and continue to do this with the both of you um, so it, i've been heard i hope you guys understand all of you have heard me i'm not doing this show anymore unless i'm getting paid so people that love this show if you want me here you better start paying get over there and by the way don't come at me with the oh it's five dollars i got a bunch of bills give me a fucking break you got to pay people for their work and by the way, here's here's a little tip. If you are coming up short at the end of the month, go over to your local convenience store, right? And uh, tell the guy behind the counter you need a pack of cigs. When he turns around, just dip your fingers in that change jar. Just You don't need to take all of it. Just take a yeah. little bit. If you hit like seven or 13 of those places, like you could probably scrounge up a couple dollars. That's what I'm saying. And if there's nothing there, there's always a March of Dimes thing. I'm not saying take it all. March of Dimes. Yeah, March of Dimes. They're collecting dimes. All right, well, hey. I, I, don't, I don't know if this is what you're uh, also saying, but another bonus is you have mask on cameras can't catch you i would say oh, wow. even take it a step further bring a gun have them just empty out the register right that'll set you up for a year one time you don't have to go 13 times right exactly and you've had mask you've again. advocated for uh, robbing circuit cities and stuff like that you've told our fans to do that before so this this shouldn't be that foreign to you hmm. uh, i'm glad that you were heard hmm. do you feel heard i think so okay so we must forge on to another fan favorite segment that is general thoughts how we felt generally speaking about the episode pat why don't you go first oh sure i'll go Ken, first. why don't you go first nick damn it yes. natasha and andy Grammer are they're both really tight um i'm really enjoying the show we we kind of talked about a possible lull we were going to experience towards the end of it i thought uh -huh. it really picked it up yeah. i'm going to bring it in a solid 72 knots okay seems Lo funny. love that you started with a tight Oh, yeah. Pat. Okay. This is what I'm going to say about this show. Um, I like the premise, the basic premise of mixing a bunch of things that people like, as we've talked about. They like put it in a blender, you know, singing competition, people falling in love, right? More like a trash compactor, but yeah. Good point. Uh, the execution here is all off, okay? I mean, if I'm uh, on this show as a participant, what I need to know is, here's the key. You stick with your partner, stare at each other while singing, kiss at the conclusion of the song, possibly drop uh, to, yeah. in a love bomb, and then idiots like Rachel Lindsay, who probably got directions on what she was supposed to do as a Whoa. judge, minutes before going out on stage, execu executes well, uh, obliges to this forced enthusiasm. It's nonsense. Oh, wow. Hey, hey Bachelor, if you're going to bring this ugly stepchild out of hey. our beloved franchise hey. and out of time get your shit together 
think it's redheaded stepchild, but it doesn't really apply. To 14 knots. All righty. So, guys, Brandon at one point, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm starting the episode. I'm starting my general thoughts. Um, Brandon at one point says that this was one of the most emotionally traumatic 72 hours he's ever been through, uh, probably since combat. And boy, was he right. A little bit of an insensitive comparison, but uh, this is kind of like a roller coaster tonight, guys. I don't think Natasha will mind. Um, mm. Sheridan's departure was shocking reality television. I mean, it really, really did make America feel something. Um, the rise and fall of Julia, I mean, it was enthralling TV. I give it 91 pots. Wow. Um, okay. Question. Yeah. Why pots? Brandon got tripped up thinking about the cricket. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, so, also, it was, a f- it was a feast for the eyes. Is this a reach? It's Watts, uh, or, or it's music, Watts, Watts. What? Yeah, Watts. It's oh, what powers your amplifier. Oh, Watts. Love that. That's fantastic. I, I got to change my score quick. I give it a 72 Watts. I give it 91 Watts. 14 Watts. Oh, my God, Nick. Rarely does something hit like that. That hit different, as the kids say. <laughs> fucking playing now. Um, okay, so. Totally redeem myself. Any highlights before we get to uh, Shitface coming in with a big stinky bag of bad news? Nothing. Well, I don't know. I, 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 thought, it was, um, I thought it was funny that Mommy told Ryan that she was dreaming about him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I it was really truncated in my general thoughts because I wanted to move on. So right. I'll elaborate here. Yeah. Uh, she was so funny in so many ways. She really gets her position. She's a great reality TV star. Mm, yeah. I've done a 180 on her, except I think of her the exact same way. She's just better at it than I thought she's she was. She's a producer's dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a freaking producer's dream, but I will say she's also a liar. You were not dreaming about little baby Ryan. The only dream she would have is if, like, she was, like, pulling on an arm and then another girl was pulling on an arm in front of a king or something like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, that's, you get that joke. Quartering someone? Is that no, it's the tale of the fabled uh, sun tear. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that. So, Brandon woke up with gratitude, which points towards Christianity. That could be on full display later, guys. I'm excited to get there. Um, yes. That's so funny because I thought it pointed to possibly uh, the program AA. I, I, oh, uh, I know wow, they wow, do wow. gratitude lists a morning. I, I, the big I, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, um, Shitface comes in and says, guys, listen to me. I know love. All right. I was married for almost 20 years before I uh, began dating Lauren Zima. So, listen to me this arbiter of love uh tells everyone that the producers have been bickering backstage like mean girls and we've decided to break up some partnerships uh pat we're gonna need a roll call all right so this is the roll call of the existing couples at this point before we start experimenting with uh breaking Mm, them up no can I guess what you're going to go for? Of I would course. love two roll calls right now. Can we do oh, what no. you were going to do and what Dylan was going to do? He wants to do the new mix-up of the dates. New dates. New dates is what I want. Oh, wow. I am not good at that. Be, Just doing a roll call. Are on you the backing down from a child? I'm sure I'll do it. Here's a roll call. Here's who's going on the dates. Uh, Natasha's going out with Brandon. Uh, gay Chris is going out with Rudy. And I believe Trevor was... Oh, Jesus Christ. I fucked this up. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, of course. I'm up for a challenge. Here's the roll call. Jamie's going 
going with Ryan. Gay Chris is going with Matt. I mean, Rudy, but he should be going with Matt. And Julia's going with Brandon. <laughs> All righty. Yucky. So, um, yeah. We talked about the blender, the trash compactor, yeah. what have you. Uh a little temptation island, if you will. Uh, we oh, got yeah. we got a mix up of the couple. Ah, this was this was a great device. Oh, a wonderful device. What what do you what do you? Oh, bless your heart. What are you doing that well, first for? It was off, a great device. Oh, really? Don't you remember that a producer of this show two episodes ago said actually what which would make this show fun is not having the people hook up with the people they've chose, but to force them out on dates with other people. That's true. That's true. I really kind of forget everything that we say when I leave these parts, but you don't remember he's talking about Phil Hendry again. Oh, that's right. Mm. Oh my gosh. I zoomed. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm going to say, but I actually hated it. It was very poorly executed here. <laughs> okay. Like people just went on picnics as friends but i'm getting ahead of myself yeah yeah and i also kind of hated it just because of how nonsensically he explained this he's like some of you are getting along too well we're gonna have to fuck this up like yeah, there's yeah. just no real oh, explanation yeah. of of what they were doing yeah it's all under the guise of testing your bonds but we know what's going on For, uh part of me was like is this a test anybody who agrees to switch uh they're out of the competition <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i don't want to get ahead of myself it kind of was uh, a small orgasm may have uh, come over Julia when she when she hears this news uh, guys this snake just got fed what um, okay Brandon speaks up and says uh, guys this is just part of the adventure let's just embrace it take it easy don't call too much attention to it it's part of the process everything's gonna be fine poor Sheridan seeing them off is like well I mean she She's always kind of picked me, and I'm kind of the safe choice, so she's playing safe. Yeah, you know, um, when uh, I don't know if you caught this little detail, but uh, when Julie and Brandon left for their date, uh, poor Sheridan was sitting there, I guess, like scribing a new song on a notepad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they just walked right by him, didn't even acknowledge him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, all the hope in the world, I think he should have acknowledged his number was up at that point. Snake just got fed. Uh, maybe he thought they were just giving him space as an artist when he was creating. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yep. And uh. also, I, I think we've all kind of felt bad at times for Sheridan because oh, he's yeah. pretty sincerely nice. Right, homeless. He, he started to lose me when he right in this moment when you said he was feeling like uncomfortable or whatever he said he referred to himself as a nice guy yeah, yeah and it's yeah, like he doesn't yeah, yeah, see yeah. he doesn't see why he's fucking up the situation this is what creates incels sheridan if he ever is in a group of people instead of traveling in that subaru or at least park thinking he's yeah. traveling is gonna blow people's brains out <laughs> okay i would not like to see him in a regular work environment <laughs> okay i think that's that's really harsh but um, I'm just he can change he can he can start working on himself no I agree I agree um, Rudy and uh, just regular old Chris go on their date as well now pulling Chris could seem a little weird you know because that relationship is just so concrete mm. uh, I think the producers are like listen he may actually like the Wiccan but Maybe he's a psychopath, and he'll just tell Rudy he's like loved her since the fifth grade on this date. We'll we'll be able to. I like. I could see it happening. Chris is in. How are they in love? She's a witch. Because he he's found his breard. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, we gotta stop it though. Come on, guys. It's not bad when it's true, Dylan. Uh Jamie and baby Ryan are back together. Um, I just think mine was so clever. No one will take offense to it. Uh, it'll, it'll take a little bit to get it. I'm breard. Breard. Jamie and Ryan are not going to happen. It's 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 never fetch is never going to be a thing type of thing. Hmm. Um, but Ryan, just look out because you may not have a sure thing with mommy. I mean, she's with Matt and Trevor, 
propositioning a threesome <laughs> with them. I mean, Jesus Christ, do we not gloss over that? I, I love this about her because she is the girl that all girls hate because they can't turn their back and walk away for one second at the club, the bar, the restaurant, the birthday party. They, she, they always, uh, my wife especially, she picks up on this. My wife, I see her hair uh, visibly uh, good. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus goes up on her wrist does when she have that much hair screen. yeah a little bit yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway uh she <laughs> hates girls like this they're they're home wreckers they're home wreckers yeah yeah, yeah. she's mean She's really fucking mean. But here's the thing, though. She doesn't want to fuck anybody. She just loves the attention of men. Well, um, good luck, uh, baby Ryan. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I would just say she's a star, and she's just swimming around baby Ryan. So, anyways, Chris and Rudy. Um, Chris says that he's picking Brie because it's reciprocal. That's mm. the, that's why he feels um, so much love towards her. And I, I just feel like that's kind of a low bar, uh, you know, like... She's a witch. Like, just keep going after this. Like, you'll find somebody. Ryan and Jamie, uh, full Raggedy Ann mode. I thought you were going to be rather upset about this. I, I was. I was so confused because, like we said, I thought we, I thought we glossed over it. And I was like, wow, I want to insult this girl on her looks quick. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like Raggedy Ann. Right. Full force out right, right now. Um, so Not much to add. Julia and Brandon, um, th- this is just such an electric date. Whoa, bit my tongue. For this podcast and for the show, uh, they head to the Roxy. Now, if you're not already a member of our Facebook group, you should go there now because there's a picture of Pat on stage mm. at the Roxy. Uh, I think you're only like 23 grand in debt at this point. <laughs> and the most marvelous thing about this picture, which just go to Facebook and search another Yeah, check podcast, it out. Um, it just goes to show the promise and the power of Botox because despite about 30 years passing mm. you by, the bone structure is remarkably similar to that picture on that faithful stage. Oh, thanks. But despite his regimen of only turkey sandwiches, he does keep the beard because the, the it, it just doesn't quite pop the yeah. jawline as right. it did What before. a jawline. Are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. In the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looked like gay Pat. <laughs> Thanks. Do you have any stories like from that club, like the heyday? Like, what year was that? Uh, it's definitely mid two thousands. Okay. Um, I can tell you, uh, you know, a few episodes ago. Oh yeah, yeah. A few episodes ago, uh, I talked about how I have a problem with uh, staring at people in the eye, and making eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Well, that particular band, this singer, I could not stand him for the life of me. He was such a dickhead. And it, what was the band called? It was called the Crash Poets. It was a boy band. We were like Maroon Five. Anyway, so there was choreography and all this shit, and so this. <laughs> singer would say all right when i do this solo you got to turn into me we got our bodies need to match so the audience sees that we're jamming with one another and then i do it and he go we got to look at each other so the audience (laughs) knows that we're really you know good buddies and i'd say i I can't do that i have to look at the ground (laughs) it's making me uncomfortable he's like no you're gonna do it and i was like no i'm not gonna do it (laughs) who was this guy and he's like yeah then 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 you're gonna pull out your cock (laughs) (laughs) then we're gonna really (laughs) that's how like where it was going to me but let's talk about the roxy in present day they head there to uh meet a drug dealer named joel um (laughs) evidently he writes songs like for 
super important people but he kind of just vibes out here and like helps them to remember that they should write about falling in love on a tv show <laughs> and he just says y'all this should be fi- this guy should be fired if he's a fired. songwriter this was such a generic piece of crap uh god damn i mean oh. what i thought the melody was nice but did that guy write it no, like that guy. That guy wrote jo- jokes, one-liners. That was Mitch Hedberg, I'm pretty sure. This guy shows up, fresh off a of blunt, and then tells them that they've got to write about being on a show and being in love. And then when they do that, he comes in fresh off another blunt. This is marijuana addiction. <laughs> it's just a sad, sad case of it. But that's what the music industry is. You know, like, do you have any stories about drug abuse? <laughs> After that second blunt, he finally remembered time was running out. He's like, oh, we should probably get you on stage, huh? Like, get a, get a, get a quick photo up. I actually, of the historic Roxy Theater, because their time was running out there, right, right, I actually right. have a Yelp review. Oh, do you really? I do, I oh, do. I bet this isn't going to be good. The place <laughs> is a dump. It, it is, in fact, a dump. Uh, this one comes from Cindy L. Zero yeah. friends on here and only five reviews. So, I, I to be honest, I trust it. Uh, yeah. This was March 18th, 2020. Right. Or, I mean, no, that's not right. Everything was shut down. It was January 18th, 2020. One star. This place is terrible. The security guards are rude as hell after paying $70 for tickets and then took my overpriced drink, even though I'm over 21, and purposely gave me an underage wristband, then asked me to leave. Staff is rude as hell and are on a power trip for their minimum wage jobs, acting like it makes them somebody. And this isn't super funny. No, yeah. But I think it really highlights why I even do this, and it's something Pat talked about with the people at those record companies. Just because you work at some place that's considered historic doesn't make you somebody special. The only reason those places are puffed up as historic it's their own prs making at, at the end of the day you're you're selling records or you are you're bouncing the door or you're selling drinks it, it they're not cool they're not cool and nick let me add a little fi- a final note on that um the staff that this little lady left the review about uh guess uh who's not reading yelp to see how their performance <laughs> yeah. was at yeah. their job uh, they don't that. give a fuck uh these are people that wake up at three uh three in the afternoon and yeah. then uh mosey in on the i bet club. they brush their teeth with jack like keisha <laughs> no doubt because they don't have to be in work till 6 p.m and this extends to people that work in restaurants too so what you work at alimento mm. don't be a bitch all the while this is when sheridan is performing and writing a song called i'm tired of being the good guy and she's coming back to me this is the most depressing juxtaposition I had all that nice guy stuff written on my notes before I heard the song, which just made me reiterate the fact that uh, do not hire him at a nine to five setting office place. (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah. I want to get this poor sad sack in some of my classes, uh, cracking the code, how to close uh, more ass for less money. This guy really needs some help. He has no self-esteem. You have classes for the book too? I thought you just did, you have classes for the book. Dude, I, you know, I have to branch off. Um, So they take the very same stage that patrick hickey himself stood on and pat you felt that energy they almost immediately fall in love um (laughs) the the house waits up for them and everyone kind of tells sheridan it's going to be okay little does he know that julia is about to come into the house but not before she tells herself no regrets (laughs) and matt matt has a pretty good read on the situation when she pulls sheridan it didn't seem like that was going to be a, good, a, a positive conversation. <laughs> wow. That clip was so necessary. 
I loved it. But he's right. He's freaking right. Um, you know, Julia pulls Sheridan and not only whispers like there's a captor lurking around the corner, but also she takes for fucking ever. Pat? I wa- oh, oh, sorry. Before Pat plays this. Yeah. <laughs> I want you guys to know that this clip may seem like an eternity, like you alluded to. It's only a minute 19. Oh, and We wow. can also make it shorter in post. Oh, yeah, we're going to in post. I don't know how to say I feel like I can. Can what? I don't know why you're being so mean about it. I'm sorry. I've, this has been a really rough day. I know, and I'm sorry. I'm... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll take a second. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be mean. It is so hard to know what to do. I just feel like I don't think I can do this with you. Um, I wish you the best with Brandon. Seriously, just gonna like walk away after that? Jesus Christ! How dare she? How dare she? You know what? Uh, I don't know what your guys' opinions are on on Julia here, but I have to say, I, I think she did Sheridan a big fucking favor. Outside of the point that uh, she's not allowing him to be on the show anymore to maximize his exposure. Where's the favor? Oh well, she, he doesn't have to have a real relationship with her. Mm-hmm. She's a psycho. Did you see what she did there? Oh. She's breaking his heart. She's getting him thrown off the goddamn show. And he goes, all right, fine. I'll leave. Seriously? Seriously? Yeah. You got me thrown off the show. You know all the paperwork I had to do to get on this thing? The saddest thing about this entire breakup is that Sheridan almost handled it like a guy who's not proud of putting 12K on a Subaru. But. He just, he came back. You can't come back because when you come back, you inevitably say things like I'm laughing so that I don't cry. And that makes you sound like you're fucking proud of putting up 12 cans. It doesn't sound good. Now, I'm becoming intimately familiar with what gaslighting actually means because it's usually men doing it to women, but Julia nailed it here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was told that it wasn't gaslighting, actually. I really don't understand the word. Someone told you this wasn't gaslighting? Yeah, like gaslighting is when, like, I I, I thought that gaslighting was when people get all whispery and snippy at each other. Uh, No, no. No, no, no. It's when it's... She hits him in the head with a gaslight? It's making someone question their own reality. He was like, he got dumped, he got up, he walked away. She's like, what are you doing to me? (laughs) And he's like, what? I'm sorry. (laughs) See? It worked well. Uh, Her cohort uh, uh, does it very well earlier, and I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Usually we do and say we don't want to, but I'm I'm really not going to this time. I see, I see. Hey, guys, let me say this. Uh, This is the part of this being on this show that I'm really confused. These people have to be, uh, like, really stupid not to understand. They're kind of... uh, 
hurry carrying themselves and other participants with their bad maneuvers. Here's what Julia needs to know. Yeah. All right, so she's got to ask herself, why am I going on this show? Why? I, all right, it said the bats or something like that. Right, I get right, it. Right. But really, the whole purpose of this is so that I can get some e- exposure. People yeah, yeah. hear my little songs, right? What the fuck are you doing clogging up the whole process here with uh, sending away, uh, you know, Sharon in this way? I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy has long hair. It looks terrible. Uh, And, you know, only only a few small percentage of ladies are into that. If he comes out some of my classes, uh, cracking the code, how to close uh, less ass for more money. You can't plug it more than that. You can't plug it more than that. I was I was mentioning in the context of making a point. Uh, I see what you were doing, but it was a sneaky plug. And if you do it again, I'm going to walk out of the studio. Or find that cricket once for all. At the very least, with everything's money, 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 we got to start paying for these reads. One plug a show, I think, is fine. All right, thank you. And we voted gavel, gavel, gavel. So, um, I can't agree with Patrick enough. Yeah, uh, Sheridan. He had this thing going, this uh, naivete, naive, I don't know how to say that word. Yeah, you do. Naivete? Maybe you don't. Uh, naivety? Naive? Yeah, just move Damn it. Or innocence, depending how you look at it, that made America fall in love with him. Yeah. She could have rode him to, to the top, baby. Yeah, absolutely. But, but she had this desire to go for what seemed like the cool, hot guy in the house, even though... They've got a weird uh, fast food f- fast food restaurant thing going on because you take any one of these people out, I think, on any regular street, and they're n- they don't stick out. They're not that good looking. What are you talking about fast food? Because like it's the whole you work with a bunch of fast food people, so there's one girl that looks like she's hot. Oh, got it. Oh, well, yeah. I, mean, I had no fucking idea. That's what you're talking about. It's like the in the land of the blind, the person with one eye is king. Yeah, we've briefly touched on it. I did gloss out over it. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Hey, hey, can I make one last point about Sheridan and this stupid structure of this show? And and the audience is going to love this point. This is what I would have done for Sheridan if I was his agent. Hey, Sheridan, you just got dumped. Guess what? That means that they just sacrificed Savannah because Brandon's got to dump her. You mosey your ass over to Savannah and say, hey, now we're in love. And when a producer says, no, that's not how it works, you go, no, we're in love. That's how it works. I'm going to sing tonight in front of uh, uh, Rachel Lindsay. Uh, You know what would have happened? What? Savannah would have been like, hi, Sheridan. (laughs) Call back. Call back. Okay, so um, this departure kind of rocks the house. Um, It was was kind of affecting, you know? This was like uh, the general and the Patriots shooting Mel Gibson's son. You know, not Heath Ledger, the first one. The younger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that broke my heart. Yeah, so sad. Um, so anyways, he drives home, and they roll a package of them, and the backing track is, oh, when the bones are good, I, <laughs> I was cracking up. It was so funny. I just love the irony of the whole thing, that it was just a giant montage of her leading him on. Oh, when nice. the bones are good. All right. And That's that, a good song. That is kind of the end of this portion of said episode. So should we get to Brandon and Savannah? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Brandon tells Savannah that, um, that Julia still has feelings for him and that he's not really sure about how he feels about that and then asks her, how does that make you feel? It was nice. That was nice. What do you mean? Well, he's putting it on her. <laughs> I know, but he shouldn't be doing that. He's breaking up with her. Yeah, it's a tactic. <laughs> Dumb people fall for it. And by the way, do you hear him drop the word sweetie no less than three times yeah. in five minutes? I said, we're going to have Brandon on this show. We're going to talk to him soon. The majority of my questions are going to be around him 
and the, the the abuse of the word sweetie just out of nowhere i don't know where that came from but it was horrifying um i i think if we do have him on pat and him are going to be fa- with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ask friends, because I literally, I, I, if I would have just a teensy bit more time, we had a clip. Pat was like imitate. He's like, you know what I would have done? I would have been like, hey, sweetie. And it was, oh. Uh, oh, because oh, Pat says that. <laughs> Yeah, he said he said it three three episodes ago. Could have been a different one of our different properties. It could have been two minutes ago. A needle in a haystack, though, right? <laughs> if I really, yeah, I mean, what a colossal waste of time that would be. That's some of the stuff I'll get hung up on. That's just <laughs> you said that it works on dumb people, though. Savannah does not fall under that umbrella. Mm-mm. Ella, a a, um, she says. I want to feel chosen, and I don't feel chosen. And he, to which he responds, you, you kind of have a shitty attitude about this whole thing. <laughs> I think ex- exhibit, or uh, example two in yeah, this episode gaslight. of gaslighting. Thank you very much. Yeah, freaking two sides of the same gaslight coin. What? Maybe they are meant to be. People that gaslight a lot, I'm learning, I've, I've dated these people, it, they don't make good partners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough to argue with them. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's quite challenging. Hey, uh, hey well, one note on Brandon here in this conversation, because I yeah. hadn't noticed it. He hasn't been on my radar. I'm excited to talk to him, but uh, two things came out of this conversation. One, I, I believe wholeheartedly he has a drinking problem, and two, um, he hates women. Uh, Got it. I believe uh, that uh, he thinks laying a hand on a woman is a proper reaction, if driven to that point. Hey, take it easy, and also take care of our boys, huh? You know? Come and, on, enough. And then sit down and have some conversations. Yeah. Hey, Pat's not saying anything about him. He agrees with you. It's a, a failure of our uh, medical system that yeah, they're taking care of him. Right. But point Veterans being, affairs. after he lays a hand on her because she went too yeah, far, right. he's going to gaslight, gaslight, and he's like, you know, I don't like to hit you, baby. Why you make me do that? Oh, I thought the that's ga- gaslight. No, gaslighting in that situation would be like what Marky Mark did. So if you hit somebody, then you just started hitting yourself because it's doing the same thing to someone. That and also to you. That's what gaslighting means. Think about it. Looking through a gaslight. I don't think he understands the concept yet, Nick. It's I, what I, is wrong. I can't put it any clearer than "Don't make me hit you, baby." Okay. You know I don't like to do it. So, um, can we get a round of motherfucking applause for Savannah? I mean, this is how you lay it down, girl. Clap for a female, Patrick. Clap I, for a female. I, I got to claw my hand. Clap your hands. You have a Corona. No, it's a Smirnoff Ice Pop Seltzer. <laughs> Red, white, and cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Some shit. She she essentially tells me, you know what you could have done? You could have said, hey, don't fucking worry about it. So, uh, you know, let's let's have a great show. Mm-hmm. Not she has feelings for me. So uh, what's up with you, sassy pants? I feel like when we met Savannah, they advertised her as this, this wild cat. I, I uh, compared her to Sandy after the transformation in Greece. Like, oh, leather. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, she's yeah. going to fuck shit up. I got she, feels. She seems like a wounded woman she's- who's really looking for love. And I felt bad for her. And I really like her. Does John Travolta ever say at any point, I got thrills? They're multiplying? Yeah. 
Does it or is it chills? It's chills. His chills are multiplying. Oh, I always thought it was thrills. They're electrifying. Chills. Electrifying. Alrighty. So, anyways, um, she opts to leave the program, and like a goddamn gladiator, I salute you. I mean, great job. So I can tell Pat wants to move on. Um, but I just think that the best part of this entire thing is that Julia is comforted by a guy who just told Savannah he chooses her. Immediately after he says that, they go and they console one another. Um, so let's get to the next morning. Next morning. Shitface walks in and essentially tells the couple something that Pat's been saying for a long time. That's if you don't start fucking and sucking, or is it sucking and fucking? Either way, you're going to get kicked off this show. Pat? Here's a clip. I think it was a necessary exercise. And obviously to get where we want to go, which is one couple, these are the steps we're going to have to take. It might break some couples up which it did, but I bet some couples came out stronger and better than they were before. Julia, I know you made a tough decision. Yeah. But I think you got the ultimate lesson, which is it's not just about creating beautiful music. You're trying to create a beautiful relationship. And so I respect that, and I hope everyone does as well. How does he do this with a straight face? I mean, I respect the professionalism. The man's been working in television for like 25 years, but what he just said there, I mean, is does he have his personal assistant behind the camera holding up his iPhone with his Bank of America checking account number in there? I mean, how does he do this and it's continue not, to do this? It's not it's not his assistant. It's It's Mickey. It's Mickey. Yeah. It's the mouse. Yeah, it's the mouse. I also picture him doing a lot of unnecessary legwork to kind of prove a point, really just have his presence there so they understand the gravity of the situation. I see him holding cue cards as well. I think that the most egregious lie told here, um, it's not all that bullshit that he just said. Hmm. It's that they're performing at one of Los Angeles' most iconic venues, the Novo Theater. Chris, did you get a little too much sun on the course today? Uh, I've been performing in Los Angeles for 20 years. Uh, <laughs> the Novo Theater is not one of Los Angeles's iconic venues, as Shitface put it. Right. The place was opened in 2008. <laughs> in 2008. There are 50 other music venues yeah. that I would list before this. The it group. was opened in iconic fashion, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. It's new. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's definitely yeah, it's, it's stupid. I'm sure stupid. if we dig, there's some connection between Microsoft. It's the Microsoft Novo and, and Disney. You yeah, just gotta yeah, dig yeah. A little fucking, fucking bombers in there mixing stuff up. I will say, you guys are saying it's not that iconic. I did go there for one of Los Angeles's uh, like most historic events. It was Glory Kickboxing. Oh yeah, uh, you guys I went remember? there with you. Yeah, yeah, we were there. We wow. ex- we experienced yeah. it uh, at the Novo, and wow. I think. I've, I think all of Los Angeles, we kind of remember where we were when that took place. So I think that kind of really put a stamp. Glory, glory kickboxing. That's okay. I I remember. It's kickboxing at, I would say, the highest level. I remember. So they get their songs assigned. Uh, Once again, I'm amazed that they know these songs. Uh, But you showed us the secret to the trick a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's not that they have great memories or anything like that. It's that they're, you know, bottom dwellers and fame whores at frequent karaoke bars like you used to. (laughs) That's right. Um, you didn't know any of them because I was ecstatic. Two of my favorite songs were on here. I actually don't know if they gave out the title of... Uh, who did you are the best thing? That was, 
That was Natasha and Ryan. Natasha and Ryan did Ray Lamontagne's. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, or Lamontagne. I still don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the best thing. One of my favorite songs. And oh. then uh, Matt and Rudy did Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. I love mm. Chris Stapleton. Oh. It was too, it was really, I mean, I have hey, a. Hey, hey. Be wider. I have a playlist. Uh, with I a, love Chris Stapleton. I have a playlist of about 250 songs I've been building for about 10 years. It's a lot of cringeworthy stuff that I would yeah. I would press forward if you guys heard it. Mm-hmm. But Chris Stapleton and Ray, though both those songs are on there. And I, that's oh. just wild to me. Brandon probably had a, a playlist uh, over in Fallujah, a place where he <laughs> probably spent a little bit too much time in. But spoiler alert, this scout sniper is not a big fan of Pat Benatar. <laughs> Um, he says that he was supposed to be taking the stage with Savannah. Um, but wait a second. You told Julia that this was going to be really hard, but that you'd face it together. And that you wanted to link up soon when you guys were going off to break up with your respective people. What are you talking about, Brandon? <laughs> what a liar. <laughs> so anyways, um, should we get to the Natasha? Little uh, talking too fast. Should we get to the Natasha interrogation? Or do we want to move on to uh, one of LA's most iconic venues? I want to talk about Natasha for okay. a minute. Uh, I think I know where this is going to go for Natasha. And by that, I mean her entire life. Okay. Can I give a little insight to how this is going to go for her? Is this a hot take? Kind of. Okay. She's going to marry a rich guy. All right. Okay. She's going to crap out a few kids, and she'll be a good mom for a little while. And you mean give birth? Exactly, because who knows if she's a good mom. She's got an army and nannies running around the house, right? But regardless, um, she's going to eventually go back to the music thing. She's got to finish up an EP. All her girlfriends from yoga class will have to hear about how she's working with ex-producer that apparently produced a track for Rihanna in a decade that we're not living in. <laughs> Eventually, that EP will come out. Yeah. Uh, and by that, I mean she'll upload it to iTunes. But she'll throw a record release party, and everyone <laughs> attending will be people that are friends with her children. Yeah. Uh, but no one will so, buy the record. because be a bringer. No one's going to buy the record because no one does that anymore. Uh, there'll be talks about her going on tour, but eventually those proclamations will be less and less. Uh, she'll start drinking as a coping mechanism. Uh, she'll dig into that pill cabinet one night uh she'll take a, uh, a toxic dose of don't go any further though. xanax and vodka okay. she'll fall asleep and never wake again okay. hold on if i had more time i'd talk about what happens to the kids well you don't yeah thank god you don't jesus fucking christ who hurt you i'm a, kind of curious what happens to the no, kids I'm not at all overruled gavel gavel so let's get to one of la's most iconic venues the novo um <laughs> Natasha, um, the aforementioned soon-to-be-dead Natasha, um, is a producer's dream. This diabolical bitch tells Julia mere moments before she takes the stage that Brandon told her that he would have picked Savannah if she would have committed to him. I mean, oh, and then goes, good luck out there. A uh, little insight into the music biz, guys, because this is kind of a known or a common thing when uh, bands are, you have openers or whoever, it's called uh, not breaking the leg, it's called breaking the vibe. You torture, and actually what you'll do is, if you are the opener, what you do is you turn down all the volume knobs on the bands that their amps are behind you, you fuck with them, because you, you, know, you want to come off better. 
Is this real or is this, could this be part of the reason why you were 30,000 in debt? No, no, it's completely real. We used to do it all the time and have it done to us. Every time you get on stage, you're ready to play. You got to check all your settings because the band played before you fucked with all your shit. And that concludes Pat's little nasty tales about the music biz. Bravo, Natasha. Okay, so let's get to the judges. Uh, first up, we've got Pat's fave, <coughs> Rachel Lindsay and Fat Brian. Uh, we've also got Andy Grammer and the goddess, that is Tony Braxton. Guys, I just want to hit the audience with a little Tony before we start. Just just hit him with a little Tony real quick. Oh, my God. You hear Tony? Makes me want to make love to my wife. Oh my God! You never want to do that. I, I all the time. That's the power of Tony Braxton. I was just gonna say we need the people at home to know how how momentous this music is. <laughs> do you want to let off some steam about Rach and Brian, or should we get to Rudy and Matt's performance? Let's get to Rudy and Matt. We got right. plenty of time for Rachel. Okay, so they're fantastic. The riffing, the love, the pomp, the sting of those drinks. I mean, it was just yummy for me. I don't know how you guys feel. Who cares what you thought? Let's hear what Rachel has to say of their performance. Okay, we, we looked at each other and had a moment during your performance. <laughs> so we were definitely feeling it. But you guys were so good. Your chemistry was great. But can I just say, the way you guys interacted after you finished was beautiful the way you complimented her you can just tell that you guys are having so much fun with each other and that's how it should be <laughs> a couple things here about rachel thanks rachel do you notice how she can't help but make it about herself right <laughs> off the top there i don't have my notes on paper otherwise i would shake them i literally had that always got to be about her. how did she say that said uh, Brian and I were looking at each other while you guys were performing. Why, what, what do I care about what you were doing while they were performing? What, what are your thoughts on the performance, you dumb bitch? You know what? And here's my second thought on Rachel. Never at a loss for words about anything. I mean, you could say, hey, hey what's your opinion on, uh, I don't know, the... the uh, oh, man. You're, you're going to make me get ahead of myself. Uh, I was also going to say, just to add on to his, and she would also say, and this is how calculus affected my life, uh, <laughs> uh, because the, the other time she did it is when we met the judges, and, and they were like, what are you looking for? And she was like, I just want them to have what Brian and I have. Boom. Two for two. Quit talking about yourself. It's about the music. And the love. And the love. Not your, not your love. Don't forget the fucking love, Nick. Well, you know, you may... Um, you may have noticed that Rachel has plenty to say, but I don't think Fat Brian has a ton to say. I mean, he literally says no words throughout the entire up. I mean, he's just, he's a moot. And, sorry, <laughs> he's mute. And I'm not even going to say I'm donning a tinfoil cap here. I'm just going to, because I think I got this. Um, I think that his vocal cords may have been cut by Rachel Lindsay. Um, I don't know what he did, but I think they're gone. Oh, really? I thought it was his balls that were gone. No, I literally don't think he can speak. I think his vocal cords are at least scarred. I'm probably gone. Can I put a heavier tinfoil hat on? Yeah, if you want to, but you don't require one because that's what happened. Somehow uh, Disney thinks oh. Rachel is just like the prototypical figurehead. Uh, they have her doing the Bachelor Party podcast now. 
Uh, and Brian had the right look, and he was Hispanic. He had the little flair. So they have given him now a very realistic. Uh, they've killed Brian, and now we are <laughs> oh, we are seeing really sort buried of, the lead there. Uh, uh, <laughs> some, some sort of very very lifelike uh, type creature, but they haven't really figured out the human interaction. <laughs> yeah. If they're doing like a vlog, I bet it could say a couple things and fool us, but not if it has to be like <clears throat> criticize a performance. Right? Yeah, face to face. It's like separate wives yet. or get out or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prototype's not ready for this kind of prime time but uh you know who is that's tony braxton she was a hundred percent correct she had the same note that i had when i was watching his performance at being matt make love to those strings dude just get those hips into that guitar um all right let's get to trev and jamie um you know i I don't know that there's a lot here i mean jamie just doesn't handle anything well she cries quite a lot and i think that she's losing her grip on the title of lady gaga of our story uh she's she's losing it and tony braxton you know you want to talk about doling out some actual advice sing like you're sing like you're in that dress girl because you're in that dress sing like it baby i don't think there's a single person in that audience who could argue with the fact that jb is in that dress okay so moving on to chris and brie what the fuck happened to her i thought she was absolutely fantastic this witch can not only fly a broom she can really sing and my great tony braxton says hell yeah baby she loves this song well uh if you remember they uh they really put it on for the judges at the conclusion of their performance not only did they sing well but i guess they danced like the monkeys they are they made you out shouldn't say monkey when what are you talking about? <laughs> I think if he says monkeys and she's one too. Okay. It's people. a turn of phrase. Right, right, right. right. Any, uh, so they kiss and I believe they tell each other they love each other on stage. Yeah, well, uh, ship's passing in the night, but they take a crack at it. Uh, I think it's what you said. They were they were told to do this, but uh, bitch Mr. Q, she said it during the applause. No one heard it. So right. then they had this awkward moment where she had to specify. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he tried, to, he tried to yes and, but no one was buying it. And then they, they talked talked about in the hallway too right right i'll play that clip because that was weird too i love you too i've never like said those words and actually meant it and like really felt it and we all know why chris we all know why because he's gay oh Oh, no 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 no. I, i i think a lot of people were wondering I wasn't going to say it because I thought Dylan would yell at us again. No, 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 no. I just, you know, I just... Dylan, his name's Gay Chris. All right, so um, let's get to uh, Julia and Brandon. Uh, Should we talk about the Swifties and their propensity uh, for online bullying before that, or should we just move (laughs) on to Brandon and Julia? Just that, uh, I mean, they did a whole thing at that last Bachelor about bullying, and Rachel was a figurehead. Yeah. Hey, Maybe don't wear that skimpy dress, which in this case is talking shit about the Swifties, all right? They are going to come at you in full force, and then yeah. you're going to act like you're the victim? Yeah. Hey, don't don't start a fight you can't handle, baby. You're going to get fucking doxxed. <laughs> okay, so Julia and Pat Benatar Stan Brandon step up to the stage. They use it, right? They stand Brandon? No, no, no. Pat, Be- he stands Pat. Be- Did I use it right? He stands Pat Benatar? Who does? Brandon. Pat- he doesn't do uh, it. God damn it. So both Rachel and Tony Braxton um, could feel that they were a new couple? She's <laughs> quite nigh. I thought Tony Braxton was, yeah, again, again, I agree. Tony Braxton, incredibly perceptive. She was like, yeah. it was like you were fighting and he was trying to make something up to you. 
I, uh, Julia, correct me if I'm wrong, but did Natasha possibly come up to you before the show and say Ryan actually or yeah. Brandon here wanted to actually pick Savannah? Because this is what it's I'm fe- I'm reading. It's quite a that's quite an insight that these judges have. Uh, Tony Bra- Braxton, she's been around the business. Let me ask you something, girl. Whoa, Pat. What? <laughs> I'm doing Tony Braxton. That's I, not racist. This is perfect. Okay. Let me tell you something, baby. Well, that's more like that's more like an old black man on a porch. Let me get to it. I thought Whoa. it sounded like yeah, it sounded like Aunt Jemima. Jesus Christ, Dylan. Let me tell you something, baby. Did you by any chance fight with a long-haired boy tonight? Send him back in his Subaru. What? A man uh, you could say is overly impressed with Rod. Uh, You're doing DiCaprio in the fucking Tarantino movie. I haven't seen it, though. Okay, so so, um, we got to move on so, so badly. (laughs) Um, Brandon uh, did not have a good performance, and he has upset what is essentially a female grasshopper. She's going to (laughs) take your fucking head off if you perform on stage with her like it was a solo performance. I mean, she'll literally slit your fucking throat. So I'm glad he has military experience. Um, Ryan and mommy are up next. I think that something pretty (laughs) illuminating happened tonight. I think that we finally got an accurate measuring stick on, on baby Ryan and the news is in. He's the worst singer in this competition. Yeah. Is the news is in an expression? Yeah. Yeah. The jury's in. Yeah. yeah. The news is out. Then that's it. He's okay, but it, it's not helped by just that uh, gap in talent between the two. Natasha, I mean, we've said it before, we say it a thousand times, sings like a goddamn angel. They don't mesh. You know, if he was with Jamie, that may be okay. That whispery, like fucking bitchy, you know, you talked about it earlier. Yeah. It's a Mr. AZ kind of, kind of voice. But. The two of them just do not mesh one bit. And I'll tell you what, baby Ryan, look out. Because if you start getting her into the last two because you are not pulling your fucking weight, she is going to destroy your entire life. So just, you know, pick it up. Um, Backstage. Oof. Oof. Julia, you've put up a tough fight, but Natasha can unhinge her jaw just a little bit more than you. Um uh, she ultimately loses this contest. Natasha stands her ground and delivers quite a bite. Hey, let me interject here for a second. All right, so there's some couples on here in air quotes um, talking about Chris and Bree. Maybe I'm not giving these two enough credit. Do they maybe talk like when the mics are off or they take the mics off and throw them in the bushes for a second? They go, look, the rest of these morons don't understand what we're all trying to accomplish here. It's about downloads. It's about Spotify. Okay. It's about Instagram likes. Everyone else is getting themselves kicked off the show, caught up in all this stupid drama, listening to producer Lauren saying, hey, you got to argue, you know, tell that person your feelings. No, we're just going to couple up. We're going to make it to, to the end of this uh, contest here, and we're going to get a show in Vegas and a tour. I don't I don't know. I like it. I bet day one she was like, I have incredible. She pulled him aside. She's like, I have incredible gaydar. You're gay, aren't you? Let's take this to the top. All right, we I gotta, can fake it. We just got to lay off the gaydar stuff. Um, right. Shall we get to the Rosies? Let's do it. All right, Pat. I think you need to hit us with a little bit of a roll call. All here. right, it's uh, I'm not gonna do a lot of energy because I don't know these people. I can't say things. What do you about mean th- you don't know them? It's the fourth week, Nick. Did that excuse not make you blood red mad because he doesn't he doesn't know these people? It's week four. What the fuck are you talking about? I I could 
do one witch breed gay crit oh regular chris regular old chris uh, yeah. uh, 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 wanna john mayer 43 year old 50 no 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 uh, natasha's corinne olympias in in the future uh uh, I don't know who else is And left. Pat, take the roll call. Roll call. Here's who's who's kind of guest staying. Natasha and her son, Ryan, who she has uh, filthy, sexy dreams about. Uh, Bree and uh, 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 nice guy, Chris. <clears throat> and finally, Jamie and Trevor. And Jamie's always crying. I, 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 I hate a crier. And I hate someone who is always getting nervous. Oh, I'm nervous. Well, you're a professional musician or you want to be. So get the fuck over it. Oh, and, oh, here's who goes home. Whoa. Julia and Brandon go home because they indulge themselves in, in, in their egos, and thus it cul- culminated a four-way Harry Carey, if you think about it. Har- yeah. Harry Carey. Yeah. Do you want some ribs on that <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to sit here and defend my roll call. Pat did a, did a better job. But yeah. I, I didn't get to Matt and Rudy, and I have two I like. So I'm right. just, can I just do yeah, that? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Uh, super dumb jacked Matt. <laughs> okay. And uh, really good voice, but too ugly to be famous, oh, Rudy. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was going to come. You know, uh-huh. though, girls are, the young teenagers are grabbing on to kind of the, uh, not the lookers anymore. Uh, it's right. someone they can so, see, Billie Eilish, they can see anyways, themselves. Anyways, Billie Eilish is absolutely be- gorgeous. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, are you kidding me? She has some of the most striking features. Are you kidding? <laughs> Hey, Billy, you can see my face beautiful. right now. Oh don't. my gosh, yeah, total wrong medium. You're not saying anything. You're just making strange faces. Um, but that's why we're doing video. So it serves you right. It serves you fucking right, Julia. Brandon, I think was just was just a dumb dumb walking throughout this entire thing. Completely played the entire thing wrong. But Julia played it too hard. She overstepped. She overreached. And she got snake bit. See you later, bitch. <laughs> All right, that's the end of our year show. Oh, before we leave, we got to get to a, a fan favorite segment, Nick's Fire Tweet. Before we get to Nick's Fire Tweets, can we get to uh, errors and omissions? Oh, my oh. gosh. We have errors and omissions? We do. I, I should have pre-production, but I do have one. Okay, great. Um, so we've talked a lot about, uh, we called Josh Hester, the guy who left, bald guy, Professor X. Right. I, oh. I said... Why is he not able to just make himself walk? Professor right, X, that right, is right, not right. Josh. He could walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if he could think so hard. The problem is, or I did a little digging on my own right. because I'm so dedicated to our endeavor. <laughs> he actually has telepathy, so he can control people's thoughts, not telekinesis, which is being able to control people's or object or actually like physically manipulate sure objects. sure and oh. yeah yeah and just a quick errors and omission for you that you just landed smack dab in the middle of it's just like uh telepathy uh just kind of sounds like you're from like fucking where the wherever the fuck you're from like fargo or whatever mm. it's a it's telepathy oh uh, uh, that concludes errors and omissions. So that answers that. Oh, and I was going to say, um, but that br- brings me to my next question about Professor X. Why didn't he just force people to carry him around? Right. <laughs> to work around. I would have done that. I like that. <laughs> Got it. And that concludes? That concludes errors and omissions. Here's Nick's fire tweets. Uh, and I'm going to say, <laughs> I actually made it in retro. What? I was doing a f- 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 it's fire. Oh, yeah. I think of it as like one big f- fireball that comes and goes. Okay, got it. Um, 
this one's really recent. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I'm going to read it as I wish I would have put it. I had one extra word in there, uh, and then I'll tell you what that correction was. This is what I wish I would have. Okay. Uh, I'm really playing with the thing, but this is, here we go. I'm starting an underground organization for hardcore flutists. Let me know if you want to join Fife Club. This is the last time I'll be talking about it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Never talk about Fife Club. Right, right. I, so yeah. you broke the rule with that tweet. Uh, well, I mean, you got to get the word out somehow. I've always been confused. So you broke the rules of the, of the club, and then you're calling it fire. But this is actually what I actually tweeted. I fucked up. It oh. still did well. I mean, 16 likes. I yeah, mean, it's, that's it's what crazy. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's valuable currency. Uh, what I did write is, I'm starting an underground organization for hardcore flutists. Let me know if you want to join my join my fight cl- Fife Club. Oh, got it. I put my, and so you don't say my Fight Club. Right. I really well, f- TJ Lavin says you're going to run my challenge. So, I mean, that thing got 16,000 likes? No, no. 16. Oh, uh, this, and and I said this is the last time. I'll and be does that conclude Nick's fire tweets? It does. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say not my favorite. That concludes Nick's fire tweets. <laughs> okay, well, uh, guys. Although someone did reply with a uh, little gif of Monique uh, is, blowing. This is so apropos. She's blowing fire out of a flute. That is so crazy. And my friend Jack texted me tonight, uh, Homeland, but with Monique. It's so bizarre how the stars align like that. But anyways, that's the end of the episode. Like Pat waxed very angry about earlier on the show, go to patreon.com slash another podcast network to find all sorts of fun stuff. Juan Pablo's season, Nick hanging upside down on a back uh, brace type thing. There's lots of great stuff there. Uh, Also, Facebook, type another bachelor podcast join all the baby birds over there we'll see you next week i'm dylan saying goodbye nick say goodbye goodbye pat say goodbye bye guys